You're listening to Deep Diving Into Dating, where matchmakers at one-on-one matchmaking share snackable stories about dating and tips on how to be a better dater. I'm Emily. And I'm Jennifer. And we're We're the matchmakers. matchmakers. Now let's deep dive. What's up, singles? Welcome back to Deep Diving Into Dating. It is Emily back on the podcast this week talking to you guys more about some questions I got from our Instagram. Um, Our Instagram's at one-on-one matchmaking. Um, So yeah, I'm going to deep dive into questions and answers. I kind of want to get started because we were asked a lot of great questions. I was kind of surprised that people could think of them so quickly, but you know, I love helping somebody who legit has a question and needs answering. So it's perfect. I love this stuff. So let's start. All right. This is the first question. How much should you drink at dinner? That is a really good question. And I actually have a theory about this. Um, And it's not just about drinking at dinner. It's how long should a dinner last? So this is a twofer. All right. So let's start with how much you should drink at dinner. I believe you should only have two glasses of whatever be that two bourbons on the rocks, two glasses of wine, two cocktails, whatever, just two. And then if the date goes well, your third can be a nightcap, but you need to cut it at three. If you want the date to be a great date, some weird shit comes out after you have four glasses of wine. And that's me actually saying that that's happened. Yes, unfortunately. You know, sometimes you drink too much. You don't know how the date ends. All right. Maybe I've been there. Maybe you've been there. Did I get out of the Uber and just say bye? Did I? What happened exactly? Ooh. And you get a little bit of a cringe moment. You wake up with a little bit of anxiety. You're like, shit, I do not know how that day ended. I hope it ended all right. Well, I'm too scared to talk to him, so I'm not going to talk to him anymore. Yep, that's happened. Um for sure. So two glasses of whatever at dinner and you are allowed to have a nightcap somewhere if you had a great time. All right. So I do not think any date should last over three and a half hours. I that's I just took a little break there for that to drop. But yeah, I think or four hours. Um, No, shit. I'm going to say three or three and a half hours. I'm going to stay true to that. Because, listen, if you stay out on a date for six hours, and I say that because, like, if you go out on a Friday night and you get together at 7.30, well, you don't have anywhere to be on Saturday, so, like, technically you can go out to dinner that lasts until 8, 9.30, 9, then you go get a drink, the next thing you know you're out until 11, and um, 11.30, maybe you got dancing at Johnny's after that, and you're running home at 2 a.m. in an Uber, Those dates do happen. Yes, they're fun, but you talk too much to the person. So that, I know that sounds so dramatic, but you wake up in the morning feeling like, what else could we possibly talk about on our second date? We talked about it all. I know nothing else. I need to know nothing else. And that's it. Hope you can hear that. That's me sticking, spanning my hands. Yeah, I, I really think three to three and a half hours. That's how long your date should be. All right. Why do I feel like I'm getting interviewed on a date? All right. This is actually really funny. So this question was asked, why do I feel like I'm getting interviewed on a date? And I was also asked the question, should I ask questions on a date or let the conversation flow normally? 
So love this um, because they were asked by two different people, but they kind of go hand in hand in my um, theory and what I'm going to say. So why do I feel like I'm getting interviewed on a date? It's most likely because the guy or girl in front of you is asking questions and not really going on top of those questions. Um, the worst thing you can do is spitfire questions and not even that, but saying, I'm looking for a relationship. What are you looking for? Are you looking for marriage? Are you marriage minded? Like, why do you need to know that on a first date? Relax. All right. Take a chill pill, as they say. Um, you should not ask so many questions that the other person is going to feel interviewed. So an example being, let's say you want to ask, so where did you grow up? Tell me a little bit about your childhood. All right. That's a little bit. Let's say you ask that question. All right. You would, the person at say, oh, I grew up in Delaware. You know, I have two parents. They're still together. I have an older sister who lives in Maine. And then you would say, oh, no way. I have always wanted to go to Maine. What's, do you go up there and visit her a lot? And then he'll get into, yeah, we have a great relationship. Or no, I don't really see her that often. You know what I mean? Like that can get into more, that's asking a fun question. See, but you're still kind of prying secretly, um, which is kind of the key to first, second, and third dates is like secretly prying. And maybe you'll find out if he likes to travel and that too, you know? Um, I, if you feel this is, I'm like in a mood today. All right. So I'm just going to start by saying that. But if you are feeling interviewed, you need to be like, hey, 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 hey. Well, don't actually do that. Just be like, oh my gosh, yeah, you're asking so many questions. No, don't do that either. Um, I'm thinking out loud, you guys. So you would say, let's say you're getting interviewed. You would say to him or her, like, uh, I feel like I'm under the hot seat here. Do you want to know my social security number? Wink. <laughs> you know, make it cute. All right. If you don't flirt. In the response, and he's going to take it as you're being rude. So you need to kind of have a good laughy, jokey, oh, my gosh, like you're taking this so seriously type deal. Like squeeze his arm. Like, wow, you want to know all about me? It's really cute. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like he needs to know he's being a little bit of a creep. You really shouldn't interview people on a date. I really hate this. I hear it all the time. It's so annoying. It's like, why can't you just let a normal conversation flow? So this is going off to the other girl's question. Like, you need to naturally let the conversation flow. What questions do you really want to ask somebody on a first date? Like, really? No, you're just trying to see if your personalities vibe, right? I mean, if you say no to that, then that might be why you're so single. The goal is for you guys to just feel out each other's energies, chemistry, personalities. You don't need to know anything. You don't need to know about his past wife. You know, why did they get divorced? You don't. You really don't need to know that on a first, second, or third date. Maybe fourth date. Um, so, yeah, I think you need to let the conversation flow naturally. Let's do an example. All right, so somebody asks, what's like a serious question? Somebody could ask me, oh, tell me about your, why you got divorced. Or I'd be like, oh, God, well, that's a story for another date. But I'll tell you, I'm happy to be single. I think. We ended when we needed to end, and I'm happy to be on this date with you, but let's talk about something more fun, like, um, 
I just booked a trip to Chicago to see my girlfriends. I'm so excited. Have you ever been to Chicago? Bam. All right. Yes. Just change that subject real quick, real fast. Anyways. Well, another question I actually got was, I want to know about a man's religious views in politics because those are very important to me. Why does everyone tell me I can't talk about that on a first date? Well, because Sally, you really don't need to know about it on a first date. Okay. I get that it's important to you, but he doesn't like you enough yet. You can't just go in and ask him all that shit. That's absurd. The reason why you're supposed to wait to talk about politics, religious views, sex, divorces, widows, all that stuff. The reason why you're supposed to wait is because your story and your views are important and they're your values, essentially. So if somebody doesn't know you and like you already, then they might not understand where you're coming from and they might write you off. So if you were going to talk about masks versus no masks or vaccine versus anti-vaccine, do you see how just talking about on a first date, like if if somebody says like, oh, I'm an anti-vaxxer, you'd be like, well, I don't know what you would be like, but maybe you're like, oh, wow, like I would never see myself with an anti-vaxxer. But then three dates later, you really like her and you're like, okay, well, why are you deciding not to get anti, why are you deciding not to get vaccinated? And she's like, well, my daughter almost died from vaccine and it's scary to me. Then you would be like, oh, wow. You know, you might understand that. All right. I do not want to get into politics. This is me steering clear of that. All right. I'm moving on. But anyways, so like religious views. All right. Everyone walks a different path in religion. You could be some, somebody could be extremely religious and then their mom might get cancer and then they might not believe in God anymore. I don't know. You know, somebody might get in a car wreck, be an atheist, live mir- like miracle status and believe in God the next day and be like holier than thou. So I don't know. I think with religion, you can find that out later. I don't think it's something to talk about on the first date because you don't know them like just you need to be able to understand them more when people are talking about such serious things about their values so just like wait it out a little bit um hopefully that helps but anyways all right next question i went out with a guy who talked a lot about his ex-girlfriend is that a red flag oh this is a good one um my first question is who brought up talking about exes. If you asked him about his ex and he answered you and you think that he talked a lot about his ex, that's on you. You brought it up. That's your fault. It is not a red flag at all. He probably just told you the story and that's it. So if you brought it up, it's not a red flag. If he constantly brings it up, I would call it a yellow flag. Um, it's a little weird. It might not mean that he's, it, it might not be so dramatic as like he's still in love with her or something like that, but maybe he wronged her and like, that's the freshest thing on his mind. I don't know. People go through shit all the time. It's like, maybe he wants to talk about it to get over it more. I think you could maybe hone in on that a little bit more. I would say it's a yellow flag. It's not a red flag. All right. This girl I went on a date with found out, oh, Okay, hold on, I read it wrong. I found out that this girl I just went on a date with, her mom just died a month ago. That's too soon for her to be dating, right? 
No. What? Okay. Um, are you judging people on their grief and, like, their grieving process? That's weird. Uh, no. Like, actually, that's, we have a girl who got married whose mom had just passed away. She met her husband, and they are married and happily ever after. Listen, just because somebody dies a month ago doesn't mean that they're not going to be grieving them for the rest of their lives. Like, are you, I'm kind of confused by this question. You should not judge her because her mother died and she's dating. Maybe that just means that the world was put in perspective and she wants to find somebody to settle down. She's probably going on dates to get her mind off her mother passing. How do you know her and her mom had a close relationship? What was, was her mother, was it cancer and it took the mom eight years to pass? Was it a sudden car wreck? Was it a, was it a murder at Lenox Mall? Just kidding. That was bad. Um, Seriously, though, like, never judge somebody based on their circumstances with somebody dying in their life. Um, And maybe you're like, oh, I wasn't judging them. Well, maybe you don't think you're judging them, but to be honest... You, how are you able to ask that question if they're ready to date or not? If it's too soon, who, what? So, sorry. Um, hopefully, don't hate me from (laughs) answering because I think I know who asked that. Sorry. Um, just like relax a little bit more. That's kind of nuts. Okay. If a girl doesn't text me, thank you for a date when she gets home, does that mean she doesn't like me? Ooh, this is interesting. My biggest advice to every girl, even if you liked him or didn't like him, you always need to thank the man for the date. Um, Maybe, I honestly, like if a girl, Jennifer and I live by this rule. If your girlfriends took you out to a birthday dinner and they spent $130 on you, and you, you would write them a thank you note. Hopefully, I would. Hopefully, you would. But that's the kind of girl I am who still writes thank you notes. But seriously, like, come on. You're so, like, girls, you need to be thanking these guys. It's very expensive for them to be dating. Very expensive. All right? And they're kind of just throwing the shit in the dark. They're like, I have no idea if I'm going to like this girl. But I'll pick up the $200 bill. That's very nice. Um, if you don't like the guy, you could thank him properly and just say, I had a lovely time meeting you. I wish you the best of luck. Thank you so much for dinner. That was so nice of you to pick it up. Um, I really appreciate it. All right. That's easy. If you really like a guy, I still, yeah, you need to text him when you get home. Um, for sure. Like 100%. Not even if you liked the guy, you guys, if you felt, oh, I'd go out with him again, definitely text him. Just thank him for the dinner. Hey, Mark. Tonight was so much fun. I had a blast. Thanks for dinner. I hope we can do it again. All right? That's great. Um, but 100%, if a girl doesn't text you, then I I think we're in a weird world where I can't give you the answer to that. I don't freaking know what's going on with these girls sometimes, guys. Sometimes I feel like single girls are just trying to be single. That's how I feel right now. That's my mood. It's like you're analyzing too much. You're looking into it too much. It's like... People are forgetting to have fun. It's just getting too exhausting. I mean, seriously. So I don't know how to answer this. I would say it's a yellow flag. 
It's a little bit weird that she didn't text you. She should want to text you. She's probably looking for you to text her first. That's what I'm going to say. That's my final answer. So why don't you men from now on, if you like a girl, when you get home from dinner, you just need to always text her. Um, I'm sure most of you do, but something makes me think that this guy who asks the question doesn't do that. So why don't you go ahead and do that? All right, moving on. Why should a man pay for the date if women are supposed to be equal? <laughs> sipping my sipping my Coca-Cola on that one. Well, this is a good question. Um, now, I don't want to say anything wrong. So, like I said in earlier podcasts, if you guys get offended by anything I say, please go somewhere else. I don't give a shit. Like, I am just speaking my truth. This is what I think currently... As of November 2021, it could change December 2021. I mean, I'm all over the place. So, but um, I really say that if a man was raised right, then he should pay. And if a woman was raised right, she would offer. That's my saying. Um, I think if you don't offer, you weren't raised right. And if you don't pay, you weren't raised right. That's how I feel on that. Um, women are supposed to be equal. That is true. Um, I, I think we're still, we're still back on the eight ball on this one. Wait, what's that saying? The eight ball's out. Let me Google it. The eight ball. Oh, ended up being behind the eight ball. Oh, I get that. Okay. Well, yeah, like it's, we're a little bit behind on the, the equal parts when, uh, women are supposed to pay. I really, really really don't think a guy should split the bill if he likes a girl. I really don't think he should. I, don't, I really don't. But, you know, who am I? All right, so what else do we have here? Is that all? Um, yeah, I think that's it, you guys. Well, hopefully that helped. Hopefully, you know, you got some advice and some tips and tricks on how to be a better dater. I'm Emily and I am here to help you guys through dating. So good luck and go get into a relationship. Bye.